Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome back to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's your favorite Uncle Silk. It's Dan. And Tellatory. Nick, how you feeling, baby? You good? Good. Good. A little, a little miscommunication ma- on uh, Eastern time and Central time here. Yeah, it, it was a little bit of miscommunication, Nick. How was your whistle pig last night? Good. Delicious. Well, 18-year variety? Yeah, it's listen. You're on the uh, I'm, I'm on vacation on uh, a double off day. Mm. Got baseball. You figure out your haircut lady. situation. Oh, What's yeah. that? You figure out your haircut situation before you head out? No, no, have sure haven't. Mm. Uh, I'm looking at that tropical depression. Have they named it yet? Brett, Billy, hoping Br- uh, no? <laughs> Um, staring at Brett, Billy, whatever it is, hoping it doesn't go north uh, or move slowly. I think it's going to stay south, Nick. Love that. I think think God's watching over the Gators. I think he's watching over your wedding, too. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Speaking of thank you, God, big day yesterday in recruiting. Yes, sir. So I think we went into the day expecting one, and we talked Mm -hmm. a little bit about it. Uh, on the show, uh, we are there for the uh, the live commit of Makai Boyro. Uh, I think I pronounced that slightly wrong yesterday. Uh, that three star uh, defensive lineman, huge, six foot five, three hundred and fifty pound, uh, ranked guy. He he's ranked highly uh, by uh, ESPN uh, in two four seven, a top one hundred guy. Uh, but but there's going to be a little bit of a theme here, Nick, about your employer unranked uh, by uh, by on three. Uh, but uh, guys, any additional thoughts on Makai Boyro? We uh, we stole him fresh off of a visit from uh, from Athens. No, just more of the same. Yesterday, uh, we 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 killing in the trenches, especially on the defensive side. We getting some monsters from some athletic guys. And when he went to Georgia, I, I kind of was was writing that off because the, the word on the street says uh, Georgia's getting whatever they want. Uh, just reading some Georgia message board, they surrounded him with a, a lot of studs that are on campus. They made a real big push for him. Uh, moms and the family were just feeling what Billy and Nate, Billy Napier and the guys were selling. Um, so they they heading down to Gainesville, man. Uh, awesome get. I just like what they're doing in the trenches. Uh, Spencer, I, we talked about the linebacker class being one of the best all time. We're not that far away uh, from from D line one having having one of the best D line halls of all time as well. Nick, he's uh, Spence is doing. The entire defensive line now, right? And Peterson or um, Mike P is doing. Yeah, Mike. Mike P. Uh, linebackers. Or? Yeah, 
Exactly. Um, that, that was new for this spring is when they started that. So Mike P took um, the defensive ends and Jack linebackers. So okay. uh, Mike P is just inside now where, yeah. you know, last year he had everything, but um, I, I think this just, it, this just hats off to Spence. And despite what a ranking is, I think when we talked about Florida recruiting and getting back where it needs to be, you have to win battles over Georgia, um, have to win battles over uh, A&M, Alabama. So I think this is one directly, um, obviously right in their, in their backyard, in Kirby's backyard, and, and one that Georgia wanted. So these are the kind of battles you have to start winning. Um, and despite our ranking at on three, I think uh, Florida hopped up to number two in our rankings uh, for this class. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to that. Get to that here in a second. Uh, right now, Mike P. Um, I, we'll talk about it here in a second. But right now, Mike P. is the uh, 53rd overall best recruiter in the country, uh, according to 247. Just speaking of his name, uh, but his average ranking on on three is in 94.6. So a hell of a rating for him. Uh, but they we talked him. about. Mc- Go ahead. I don't know if he was about to leave him, but they got him listed at 6'5", like 380. I don't know if that's a misprint, but if not, he's definitely taking uh, the Desmond Watson role. Yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully can keep it off. He's a he's a great player. I, th- I think that he's going to climb those rankings. Um, you know, when your finalists are, are Georgia, Florida, uh, Penn State, those kind of schools, you know, you're ranking, you know, being the 125th player in the country probably seems a little bit low for on three, but uh, there's still a lot of time to evaluate these guys. Uh, sure. Not long after we got off the show, maybe an hour, hour and a half after we got off the show yesterday, uh, offensive tackle, Marcus Mazcall uh, committed to the Florida Gators. He is ranked uh, anywhere between the 28th best offensive lineman in the country and the 78th best offensive lineman in the country, depending on where you look. Uh, he's a three-star guy, ranked as a 643rd overall player uh, in the country from South Gwinnett in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, again, Florida went in head-to-head against former uh, Gators offensive line coach Brad Davis and scooped one from the bayou. What do you guys think of uh, Marcus Mazcall? Uh, another big guy with a lot of high upside, you, like 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 Nick said with the previous guy, you you love to be winning battles uh, versus people like LSU. Um, so just another get. We got some guys like Ty Hilton still in the chamber. Um, the overall projection, I like the way a lot of these guys could develop uh, with what we're bringing in an offensive line. Uh, you still want some star power, but I'm not mad at any of the takes. Even my guy from Germany, I think all these guys are big athletic uh, offensive linemen that Staple and and, and Sale could develop. Um, so I'm not, I'm not mad at none of these offensive line takes. I just want some more star power in that room. And we got some opportunities to do that. Yeah. Six foot, four and a half, 290 pounds. Um, looks like he has, uh, obviously that, that, that weight he's going to have to get here or he's going to get bigger. Um, but he has like a really athletic build, obviously offensive lines, a position you're, you're projecting, um, and not a lot of guys ready to come in and start and play right away. Um, he plays left tackle still at his school? At his school, yes. I don't um, think he'd be playing that for us. You think he's an interior guy? I think so. Um, I think he could play either or, but do you know the staff's recruiting him as? No, I don't. <laughs> I think I think he, I think he projects as a um as an inside guy. We got some athletic tackles on our board so far. On um, what we've taken. I think all of these guys are, are that can play inside or outside, but I like him for inside. We'll see what's up with it. 
Yeah, it does look uh, like Florida's recruiting him at offensive tackle. doesn't mean that he won't potentially become a guard. Uh, obviously, when you're recruiting high school kids, especially guys that are juniors in high school right now going into their senior year, there's still a lot of maturation, growth, uh, and development that's going to go in. Some will get it and some won't. That doesn't mean that you can't be a great offensive uh, lineman without being a great offensive tackle. You know, being able to to move over to that guard position, you know, certainly something that's possible. What it does look like Florida's recruiting him at the offensive tackle position. Good call, Dan. And then finally, the big get, uh, the Gators late last night um, got the internet in a tizzy. Just yes, just sir. twenty minutes after Miami could celebrate uh, stealing somebody from Tuscaloosa that Alabama was very lightly recruiting. The Gators went in, shoved Lane Kiffin in the locker room, threw on famous Oxford, Mississippi band, the Cooters, onto the playlist, was able to grab six foot and a half, 230 pound linebacker, edge rusher, Jamonta Waller. We talked about him on the show yesterday. Uh, a guy that is ranked as a five-star on ESPN is ranked as a five-star on 247 Sports, ranked as a highly ranked number 66th overall player in the country on Rivals. Um, 247 has him ranked as the fifth best linebacker in the country. ESPN is the third best and Rivals is the fourth best. Nick, going to need you to throw in an on three Billy bump for him. Uh, they have him ranked as the 42nd overall player or uh, overall linebacker in the country, but uh, Gators go and grab an elite linebacker right out of Oxford, uh, right out of uh, Mississippi as uh, hands and uh, Gators blow up on the trail yesterday. That's nine commits in seven days. Uh, just truly an incredible feat with what Florida's done. Let's put a pin in whatever band that was that you brought up uh, and the circle Cooters. back to that circle back to that. Um, Their famous this felt song like, is called the Gooch. Um, not, <laughs> Uh, not taking anything away from the player, but this this felt like a direct shot, like back at Lane Kiffin, um, and and like a direct response to uh, the Austin Simmons news. Just first off, this wave, this avalanche of of recruits. Um, like we said yesterday, they, this this staff knows how to uh, handle the the news cycle, um, and then the run that Florida has just gone on certainly. Uh, has moved people on from the Austin Simmons news, and then you end it with um, a highly touted linebacker right from. I don't think it's over. Uh, right from the backyard. I don't think it's over, but uh, that is a good, a good ex exclamation point uh, to this class. This might be one of our best runs ever with getting recruits. I know people are bringing up, you know, Muschamp has some wild times. Uh, Urban Meyer, you know, is probably the best recruiting coach ever at University of Florida, but this is up there, bruh. Um, they own the crazy hall, and I don't think they done. I got I, they got some flips. Uh, they can flip some rival receivers. They go, this goes to a whole new level. But Jamonte Waller is definitely the best edge rusher we had since Dante Fowler. Uh, explosive get off, crazy athleticism. Might be the anchor of our class when it, you know as as far as like a top tier talent. As far as overall talent, I think he's gonna be ready to play day one. It's gonna be hard to keep a pass rusher like this off the field. Uh, body wise, size wise, um, he's college ready right now. I think if he's if he was enrolled early, he'd be able to play. He's that type of talent. But Getting great gear by the staff vibes. and chaos. What's up? Getting some Harold Perkins vibes. Definitely Harold Perkins vibes. Love to chase down. 
Like, he'll miss a quarterback and then double back around and still get him for a tackle for a sack. You know, he's just super explosive. Plays what in our in our defense would be the jack position or buck, whatever you want to call it. Um, jack edge buck. Correct. But as you can see, if you're watching the visuals on uh, YouTube, a super explosive guy um, can contain edge, set the edge, a pass rush, all phases of the game. He's very solid. There's a reason he's five stars, but awesome get, man. I don't think we've done that defensive end. Y'all keep your eyes open. We got some more decisions uh, coming on the way with Jordan Ross. They feel real good where they at with him. So we'll talk a little bit about that um, in a little bit. But so far, so good when it pertains to defensive line recruiting. Yeah, both uh, all three guys, guys that, that Florida desperately needs help at. Uh, offensive line, obviously, they're looking to – obviously, always stack the trenches there. Uh, but uh, when you look at defensive end and then when you look at, at this edge, you know, outside linebacker uh florida needs some help they need some bodies you know they recruited a lot of tweeners you know a lot of guys that were kind of these in-between roles what i think you're seeing the difference between billy napier and dan mullen and you know the, the what we saw previously you know even under jim McElwain, as you saw a lot of guys that were in these in-between roles now you're getting guys with size guys that are are ready to play right away. You don't have to worry about them growing in, you know, to their size and into their position over the next few years. You're not wondering, hey, is this a safety or is this a linebacker? Is this a linebacker? Is it a defensive end? Is this a defensive end or is this a defensive tackle? There's true definitive positions that we see when we're recruiting. So I shout shout out to the staff. Uh, right now, if you look at at two four seven, uh, they have. Um, we talked about this yesterday. Jay Bateman as the number two recruiter in the country right now. Uh, shout out to him. Just an incredible job what he's done. Um, but then the newcomer, new defensive coordinator, the, the new man on the block. Uh, you know, one of the guys that a lot of fans didn't know much about when he became the defense coordinator. Austin Armstrong right now is the number eight overall recruiter in the country. I don't remember the last time that the Florida Gators had two coaches that were in the top 10 of recruiting uh, at any point over the last 10 or 12 years. Um, that doesn't include the fact that you have um, you have uh, defense backs uh, coach whose name's escaping me right now, um, Corey Raymond. Uh, he's going to obviously bring in his guys to a lot of excitement on the, uh, the recruiting front here. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, I believe Corey Raymond has on campus right now on uh, Jameer Grimsley yep. and uh, Teddy Foster should be arriving today. So that should heat up. Uh, if we can flip receivers from both our rivals in state, then, then we're really setting the, the, the whole state on fire. Uh, are you guys concerned? Is there any concern that most of this class is not from the state of Florida? I like the Georgia footprint. Not mad at that at all. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, it's that six-hour, um, you know, circle um, that you're trying to make your backyard. I, I, I don't think, like you said, I think there's obviously, you know, JoJo Trader, um, the guys that they're trying, they're still trying to get um, or flip um, from the state of Florida. But uh, you, you want to see them lock down the state of Florida. But you're in a position right now where at Florida you still can, or, or you're showing that you can recruit nationally. Um, from talking to Billy and, and even hearing DJ Lagway talk a little bit, I think it hit me that these kids, like juniors in high school, don't remember like Tebow and don't mm -hmm. remember Percy Harvin, don't remember Florida being that team. Um, Florida's been super mediocre in their lifetime. So you're not using, you know, those championships. They don't even make that trophy. I think actually they do make that trophy, but they don't really 
advertise that trophy that the guys are seeing um, when they show up to Gainesville. So I think for, especially for people our age who were like in college or just out of college during that time, those memories are still, you know, brand new in our heads, but these guys don't know that. So I think this, to start getting back to that, you have to be able to not only recruit the state of Florida, but be able to go in and get guys from Georgia, from Louisiana, from Texas. Yeah, no, Nick, I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, when you talk about that six-hour radius, I don't know how many outside, um, you know, obviously DJ Lagway from Texas, there's a few others that are outside of that radius. But for the most part, Georgia's a short, short drive away. Mm-hmm. Mississippi's not that far of a drive away. Louisiana's not too far of a drive. North Carolina, South Carolina. I mean, when you consider going to the depths of Miami-Dade County, you're still a a four and a half, five hour drive, you know, to Gainesville. So it's, it's really not that far, even if you're going the opposite way, what Florida did last class and what they're doing this class uh, seem to be on, on two different spectrums. Last year's class was chock full of people from the state of Florida. This one has a little bit more of a, of a national footprint, although it's more of a Southeast um, footprint itself. I think, you know, a lot of that has to go and in, in deal with relationships and being able to solidify those and, and those take time. It takes time building that relationship so that somebody does feel comfortable sending their son to the University of Florida that is that far away, right? Um, I think it was Marcus Mass called it, to, or Jamonta Waller said it, how comfortable he feels with this staff. And I think that that's one of those things that just takes time. And when you have a short sprint, maybe it's a year, maybe it's just a couple months when he first got hired to be able to build that relationship. It's tough. You have an extended period of time. They feel comfortable. They understand the resources that are available, how they can visit their kid, how they can stay in touch, those kind of things. And I think that you're going to see that blueprint of, yes, you want to make sure that you build a good footprint in Florida, but if you can go and you can get this elite talent outside of the state, you know, you, you go and try to find the best player. Florida needs to win quickly, so go get those guys that can help you win quickly. No doubt. I'm interested I'm interested to see how the um the wide receiver board works out. I know uh Jare Hawkins is the guy that's coming up this side between us and Penn State, I think. Um then you still have Chance Robinson, who's probably a fit flip from uh, Miami. You also have Tawaski Abrams at Florida State, who's a possible flip. We already have one guy committed. You're talking about four receivers already. Um, still some interest. I know we want to grab a guy like Jeremiah Smith. I know we're still into JoJo Trader. Uh, and also, uh, Terry Bussey is a guy that we have a relationship with out of Texas. Uh, I don't know how how we are are, are in his uh, in his pecking order, but it's a guy that we have some interest in that we think we can recruit all the way to the very end. So it's going to be interesting to see how they take and how they manage that, that wide receiver recruiting at the Epic Hall last year. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I know that, um, who was it? Coach Decker, uh, who said it yesterday, you know, he had a picture of a tank that said, come home. Um, I heard that, uh, Tawaski Abrams nickname might be tank, um, or there was some relationship there. Uh, you know, I know that, that Florida is expecting some movement in that wide receiver room pretty quickly in Florida, you know, could, could use the momentum and who knows, maybe somebody that was on the fence uh, or doesn't have a commitment date announced, uh, you know, Florida was able to get Jamonta Waller to move up his commitment, what, a month or two. Uh, so maybe this excitement and this energy, you know, he keeps his own going. birthday. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Florida right now, number two on the on three rankings, inching closer and closer to Georgia each and every day. Uh, I think that they're number three uh, right now on two, four, seven. I haven't been this excited in a long time. 
I'm trying to think what like what will we take? How many are we take in this cycle? 25? Around that number? I think you can take more than 25. You can, you can take as many as you want. Limit. Now. Yeah. But you got to get Ross and get at 85. Yeah, but also you know, you're either, I think you're going to be uh, you're they're going to be at 85 but like while still leaving guys who were former walk-ons on scholarship. Like there's a there's a, they're going to have a lot of room. Like when I'm looking uh, at the roster right now, um I, you definitely need to add a couple of uh, receivers that you've been talking about. And I look at tight end. I'm thinking you could add another tight end in this class. And uh-huh. um, Florida's got Florida's, Florida's roster will be will be very fluid in the sense that you're probably under the 85 this year, um, and you're going to be losing some guys to the draft and the graduation. Like you you can get weird and probably get like 30. Mm. Yeah, I think that that would be going thirty range, man. I like us for a top three class, brother. That would be aggressive. That'd be yeah. I, you know, I I think twenty five is is probably a pretty fair number, right? I don't think that every single player that's committed right hey, now hey, hey, let let Nick cook. <laughs> <laughs> let Nick be positive, bro. I think, I think I think there's I think there's room for forty five fifty. So there we go, man. Just, like whatever it. they want, you know, right. just just uh, take a net and like you're fishing and just drag That's it right. across the ocean. Just That's take everyone with like. you. Just give these guys walk on spots too, you know. Yeah, uh, some guys are waiting themselves out. I see, uh, you know, some schedules or, or some commitment dates being pushed up, not just a waller. And we definitely wasn't rushing him. Um, he had all the time he could. I don't think nobody was going to pressure him or he's going to lose a spot. But uh, in the trenches, defensive line, uh, Kendall Jackson moved his commitment up after a Kentucky visit. Um, what do you guys think? Are, are, are these guys still takes? Or what, what are we at with defensive tackle at this point? I, You, you got to think he moved it up not to – after a visit to Kentucky. I think Kendall Jackson's a good player, but I think that Florida's been able to, to out-recruit him right now it doesn't mean that he's not necessarily taking the future uh and i think you still maintain that relationship obviously he's a gainesville guy uh but you know i see kendall jackson probably going to kentucky right now mm. and then you also have uh, chris jones i know a lot of gator fans are anxiously waiting uh his decision the linebacker four-star linebacker out of virginia uh florida obviously has a number of linebackers already committed do you think you take a guy like Chris Jones still, or do you think Florida's full? Or no, we're we're that's so decimated at the linebacker position. You mm-hmm. take Chris Jones, and also you got uh, Darius Hayes seems to be shopping around a little bit, taking the Miami visit. So um, yeah, I, I don't think you quit recruiting the position if he's shopping. We shopping. Um, would like to see him shut it down. A lot of guys shut down the recruitment on the timeline yesterday. I thought that was very dope as well. Um, that a lot of our top recruits won't be taking any more visits, which is a big thing. Yep. Yeah. Is it? Or, yeah. It seems like the what do we call? We said Miami. We had the like, had those guys doing it last year. They had all had the same exact tweet at the, on the same exact day. Like, like it was, right? co- like oh, it was a copy note? paste. Yeah. After yeah, we was about to get poached, like we were trying to flip uh, Kinsler. Uh, we were trying to get uh, the the the, the Polynesian Bryant. kid on on the visit. Yeah. That kind of that kind of snuck out, but. Mugua, whatever is Magua, however you say his name. We were trying to get those guys on visits. Other teams were still recruiting those guys, and they had and a lot of rumors and smoke was getting on message boards. So they did the orchestrated. We're, we're all shutting down recruit, which they did. They they did shut right. their uh, recruitment down. So 
Stocks only down 30% since then. Uh, Josiah Davis, uh, safety Josiah Davis uh, and Xavier uh, Filosame both announced yesterday that their commitment is shut down. Uh, Some other recruiting notes here. Uh, Justin Denson, uh, the cornerback out of Rhode Island, Florida wants him to, to try out before he gets that, that spot. He's announced the commitment date. Do not expect it to be Florida. I know Oklahoma uh, is, a, is a name to look out for there. Obviously, Florida is really looking at Teddy Foster. Silk, you mentioned it before from Sarasota. He's on campus today, was just on campus a couple days ago. He's looking to make that decision uh, here pretty soon. And then Wardell Mack was also on campus this past weekend. Uh, So, you know, again, no shortage of options for the Florida Gators. And, you know, they have their process and they're going to follow that process. And if you don't want to follow and you want to go somewhere else, then, you know, it is what it is. Um, German offensive lineman Noel Port Jagen. Uh, again, still need my German folks to, to help me with the pronunciation. He uh, locked in his official visit, um, and that's going to be the only official visit that he is uh, going to be taking. So he uh, will be doing that in the next couple of weeks here. Let me see who else we've got, uh, some things that we're, we're looking at. I think that that's kind of it. Um, you know, I know that there's some potential uh, news out there, some potential flips out there over the next couple of weeks. But, man, we haven't had to do a recruiting pop-up show <laughs> in a very long time. It's been a minute. It's like a true a pop-up minute. show. I, I like think the, I saw – go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say, I think I saw Derek Tyson was talking about, like there was like the Kelvin Taylor – um, Keanu Neal and somebody else as like the last time there was a run of uh, this caliber of uh, of recruit all committing in the same time. I'm trying to see if I can find that last name. Yeah, I mean, obviously you saw it a lot with, with Meyer. Uh, recruiting was obviously a lot different then, um, but you saw them. You know, they had that run also in 2011. Uh, where they got Ronald Powell and um, easily, easily committed easily. At, at a bowl game. Who else did they? They had a, who was the other defensive tackle that they got? Sheree Floyd. Uh, you know, you had some runs like that, but I don't think that there's ever been a time that I can remember where Florida was able to get set, or nine commitments in seven days, or even five commitments. You know, in just a few yeah. days, where it just it did not seem like the Avalanche was stopping. And they're not done. <laughs> and they're not done. Shout out to these boys. I had I had a take, and, we, and I called hell for it when they first got this job. Um, things I was seeing in, in, in remarks I was hearing behind the scenes, I said, I think these guys, the staff can recruit just as good as Urban Meyer's staff. Uh, it take a little while, bro. Like, you're not going to step in the gate. There's a lot of undoing of, of culture that these guys had to do when they got here. But um, you're starting to see the fruits of that labor, man. Um, they're starting to land some of these big kids. It seems like they're figuring out the NIL stuff and not running into some of the same uh, kinks that we did last year. Um, and even though we did recruit defense good last year, it went up a notch with Armstrong. Yeah. Um, I think his energy is, is is oozing out on some of these visits. My man's dancing and, and, and cutting up, cutting the rug like Dan Thompson on the That's dance right. floor. He getting dancing busy. Dancing Austin. So uh, I think I think the kids, the recruits are feeling them. I think the players on campus is feeling it. 
Uh, our last defensive coordinator wasn't a high-energy guy like that. So we're seeing the fruits of that label as well. And if we hit with Armstrong, he's so young that we'll get dividends on that for a very long time. Yeah, no, I think you can, you can see the talent that's being attracted. And I think that w- one of the things that you see is there there seems to be a connection with the coaches and, and the, the team and, and the process that they're building over there. Sure. Right? I mean, it's, it's no secret. Over the last few years, Florida has been under 500. Right. These guys are still committing to Florida, knowing, and I would sure I'm sure that Billy Napier and the staff are telling him, hey, this year may not be a banner year for the Gators. Not saying it won't be, but it could be another tough year for them, right? They could wait. They could want to see what the product on the field is. And they're choosing to you know commit now. They see the opportunity, they see where they can fit into the big picture. And I think that's so important, you know. And for all the Florida State fans and Miami fans and Georgia fans that are Praying for our demise. Mm. God's not listening, you know. God's a Gator fan. We know that. He's giving us bullets. Shout out to Sharice Armistead, who's in the chat. Florida or uh, Georgia Bulldog fan, listening to our show. That's how worried Georgia fans are right now about a sixty-seven Florida Gators team. We ran down on Kirby. They they got to come listen, Dan. We ran down on Kirby (laughs) for his merchandise, man. Of course, they Kirby still trying to figure out how to push the little uh, thing up inside the locker he's in. You know, trying to get out. (laughs) Push the man down the bowl cut. Dan just. It sounds like Dan's been in a locker, knowing the anatomy of the inside of the locker and how to get himself out. Yeah, I'm not telling you what, Nick. You know, we've been in a locker it's, for a few years, man. Felt it's, like we get back in. Spacious for a thing, short but. guy like uh, like Kirby out there. They ain't the only merchandise we got that Kirby won. We we running down on Kirby a little bit. It ain't gonna be an easy way. This ain't Dan Mullen and the boys. What's his name? Sharice. You got a girl name as well, man. Sharice Armistead. It might be a female, uh, I believe. Oh, it might based be based on the emojis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then that's we are a, a show that that serves multiple demographics. Oh, for UGA sure. UGA fans sure. are worried. Shout out let me, to. Let me uh, learn her something though. Sharice. Uh, so, uh, have Friday Night Lights coming up soon. I don't think that that event is going to be the big event that that maybe fans are used to. I do know that in a couple weeks they're going to do their big cookout. I know Shannon Snell's doing that again this year, but I think that that's the event to look out for more than Friday Night Lights this year. Nick, you're hearing the same thing? Yeah, I don't know how much I don't know how much longer Friday Night Lights will, will go on. It hasn't really been like that same – the vibe is not the same that when Urban started it. You know, it was that super exclusive. Right. Everyone they wanted was there. Um, and, and over the last – two, three coaches, it's kind of just like 900 people at a camp. Yeah. Uh, because it can't be, it just became so popular and you can't make camps exclusive. Um, you know, back when Friday Night Lights, when Urban started Friday Night Lights, it was kind of, it wasn't exclusive, but they, they didn't put it out there. And you would only get, you know, uh, a certain type of recruit at that thing. And, I think uh, they're about to bring it back. But I think they're getting the band back together. I'm hearing like some some former players is pulling up to uh, Friday Night Lights. This is just smoke I'm hearing behind the scenes. Um, I'm trying to pull up myself to get some content done outside of the stadium, do some stuff. But I'm hearing that you're going to see some legendary former Gators at uh, Friday Night Lights. And that, to me, that's an opportunity to bring in some top-end talent. It's not a, your, your regular official visit weekend. But you could bring in some guys, uh, Zay Mincy, Wink Wink, mm-hmm. guys like that. You bring those guys in that already Gator leans. You have, uh, you know, maybe a Carrier Elam in the building. 
You know, maybe Ahmad, maybe. Joe Hayden. You know what I'm saying? Little Brandon Spikes. Maybe an Uncle Silk. I don't know, man. Just keep me out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I may pull up. I don't know. You feel me? But I think that's a good idea for the staff. And Friday Night Lights do something like that. We may see some more fireworks. Emmett Smith. I like that guy there. Nathan. I like yeah. you, bro. Nathan. Emmett Smith back in the fold. Yeah, um, what, do you, what do you guys think? We're going to wrap up the show here in a few minutes. What do you guys think? Um, relationships. You think Florida's got its NIL stuff in order now? It seems to be a little bit more in order. Opportunity yeah, to go donate at, at the Gataverse.io or Florida Victorious. There's a couple different channels that you can participate. But where do you guys what do you guys think is is making things click so well right now? I think uh it was some sabotage. I'm just gonna keep it a being I don't think these guys are not competent or anything like that. I just think it was a lot of self-sabotage and a lot of self-sabotage don't have to be malicious you could just be right. incompetent and not know what the hell you're doing and get sloppy and then you're stepping on your own toes so i just think we're not stepping on our own toes the logo's doing what it do and florida is gonna be florida and and these guys are building the relationship they need to do but i, I think everything uh when it pertains to nil not perfect but i think we figured out our, our mojo a little bit uh, shout out to ben chase man i know he's putting a lot of work in and, and and it's big effort on that uh, on that behalf, I would say. Yeah, Florida Victorious uh, did have a four million dollar May. Uh, Anthony just posted that in the chat. They raised two million. They got a two million dollar match. Mm. Obviously, that's that's huge. And obviously, that money is there for uh, for student athletes at the University of Florida, and not recruiting inducements. Always want to make sure that we point that out. Uh, but it does seem like NILs really starting to work really well in the Gators' favor right now. You shouted out Ben Chase. Obviously, Billy Napier and the staff wanted to make it work and figure it out. There's a lot of moving pieces. Maybe it didn't move as quickly as everybody wants, but you know, they say the, the best time to plant a tree was 30 years ago. The second best time to plant one is today, and it seems like they've got all of their stuff really starting to, to work in favor. They, they are the talk of all of college sports right now. Yes, sir. They are the talk of every rival fan base right now. If you go to warchant.com on the On3 network, I think if you look at their front page, I the think 10 or 12 of the, uh, the top comments are about yeah. uh, the Florida Gators. If you go to Miami's message board, nobody does. But if you did, all of their discussions are about the Florida Gators right now. You go to Sharice Armistead's uh, YouTube watching right now. She's <laughs> watching about the Florida Gators right now. So, um, so we're, we're the talk of uh, talk of Gator Nation. We do have a, a super chat. Appreciate you, Chris. How many recruits are we looking at bringing in this year? I saw the timeline said someone said low twenties. That seems low. We kind of talked a little bit about it. We're we're thinking probably mid twenties. There is no limit. Uh, obviously, the limit is the number of players you have on the scholarship, but there's there's ways to get around that. I I would I heard twenty five. Uh, if, if you missed some positive Nick, if you missed it, but he said thirty. So. If we getting 30, I like us for like Sharice will be back. We got 30. Because we'll get number one class. We'll be up top, top three. So Sharice will be back giving us some more feedback on what's going on with Georgia. Yeah, Florida right now has 16 commitments. Um, you know, I think with the way things are trending right now, Florida probably needs at least they're probably going to get at least two more defensive backs in that that class. So let, let's count two there. You probably are going to get at least two more wide receivers. So you're up to four. You're probably looking at one more running back. So you're at five, probably looking for some additional help on the offensive line. So let's just say seven, 
you're looking at probably a plus one at either linebacker, maybe a guy like a Jeremiah Smith, somebody that is a plus one. Now you start to look at eight or nine that now that number 22 no longer seems reasonable. Now you start to get to those 24, 25, 26, 27 numbers. Florida has, I think, three or four walk-ons on scholarship. You are going to lose players to the transfer portal. You are going to lose guys to the draft as well. So I, I definitely think that 25 is probably a pretty easy number to look at. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling, a little, I'm feeling, you know, extra heroic and whatnot, man. Like a bullfighter, you know what I'm saying? Like the vibes is flowing. So this is, I think they should pull up on Florida State, try to flip Cam at running back. I think that should be a thing, you know, uh, or somebody's running back. I don't want to settle at running back. Jaluk, if you're listening. He is. I'm pretty sure he is. Go for the gusto, my boy. You know, I know we lost Boynes, but run down on somebody, man. The vibes is big right now. Let's flip something. Uh, gentlemen, that will bring the end of our show. We appreciate everybody that listened. Please make sure before you leave, you like and you subscribe. You throw a comment. You share it on YouTube. You do all that stuff. We're trying to bring you guys as much content as we can, even if I have to do it from the middle of my office here on a Tuesday morning. But always great uh, to talk Florida Gators with you guys. Nick. What's the plan for Omaha today? You gonna go see a red panda? No, we have to do laundry today. Well, okay. We didn't pack. We didn't pack to be out here two weeks. We packed for a honeymoon oh, and a wedding. Oh, that's negative, Nick. He didn't believe. No, no, I, I, I had to pack for twelve days in Europe and and for the wedding weekend. So I just took like what clothes were left over out to Omaha. Not that I didn't believe, um, but didn't want to bring twelve days of clothes to Omaha. So we're doing laundry at the hotel today. That's what's on tap. Enjoy it. Silk, Nick, great seeing you guys again. Sharice, appreciate you listening the entire time. Go Gators, as always. And we'll see More you guys fireworks. More same fire. corner, same time, different week. See you guys next week. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.